Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We hear all the time uh, about uh, child care issues, right? It seems fitting, actually, on this family day to talk about the issue of child care, too. Uh, we've been doing this for weeks now, too. What's clear is that it's all changing. Government subsidies, better training, more money for employees, more demand for spaces too. So you're getting more and more childcare centers opening up. And you're definitely hearing about centers that are opening multiple locations. So the question now is, is childcare becoming a business? And is that a good thing? or a bad thing? How did we get to this place? So to talk more about that this morning, we're joined by Dr. Kathleen Kuman, who's the Chair of Education and Childhood Studies at Capilano University and the co-director of the BC Early Childhood Pedagogy Network. Dr. Kuman, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. How did we get to this place, though, where we are talking about childcare as a business? Um, I think that we got to this place because we got caught up in um, an economic concern. How do we get people to work? How do we look after children? Instead of asking the question, um, how do we provide for our youngest citizens educational spaces? Can we fix this, do you think? Or does it, it does feel like we're kind of on the road to making this a very business-like thing. It does, and there are many scholars, I mean, the article was written by myself, Dr. Nicole Land, at um, Metropolitan Toronto University, and um, all of our colleagues with the Early Childhood Collaboratory across at universities engaged in um, looking at childhood studies across Canada. And you know, we are on a we are definitely you know probably heading in a difficult situation, but we can always change because we can stop and ask ourselves questions: What kind of world do we want for children? What kind of world do we want for ourselves? What is the difference, do you think, between us asking those questions and not asking those questions and letting things continue on the way they are? Then if we don't ask the question, then economics and the drive for a service business industry will answer them. And that seems to be what's happening right now. So is there, what are, I guess I should say, what are your concerns then with having a child care system where people are opening up centers as businesses? What is, what is the difference there, do you think? Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, information, particularly there's um, a scholar in Britain, Peter Moss, who's written a lot. And he said, you know, when something becomes a service, a business, then the questions, the concerns are about how do we make this business profitable? How do we do this in a business sort of way? What are the questions of business as opposed to what are the questions of education? And when we sort of ask questions of education, then we think about what kinds of worlds do we want for children? What are the dispositions that we want to be nurturing in our very youngest citizens? And what 
and who needs to be walking alongside children and families, meeting the concerns of the 21st century and their lives, the questions become completely different. So, you know, sorry. I was just going to say, I guess it's a bit of a new frontier, isn't it? It's because we've never done anything like this before. Absolutely. And the problem is we're thinking with all of what we know before, instead of recognizing we're in the 21st century. We just live through COVID. We live, we're living through new challenges and new conditions. And so how do we respond to those conditions? And how do we look at our youngest citizens and not give them today, but say, okay, how do we create conditions for you to flourish in a world that we don't even know what's going to be? Well, how, how do we do that then? How do we encourage people to open up child care centers that aren't perhaps business-like? Well, in our article, uh, we, you know, we talk about first changing the language. I mean, early childhood education just even invites a different conversation than child care. We always, in education, have to be involved in a caring relationship. Education is a relationship of care, of thinking about the world together. But when we say the words early childhood education, we all of a sudden start to talk differently. We have doggy daycares. Uh, We have, you know, think about the words we use. And we begin to think about how do we want to spend public dollars? You know, when government is making these decisions, do we want the money to go to people who, as a business person, should be making business decisions? I mean, that's the point of a business. Or do we want the money to be going to agencies, individuals who are making educational curriculum decisions? How do we make that happen, though? Is that something that we say, okay, it's going to be an extension of, say, our education system? Well, we already moved into that ministry so that uh, in BC, so that might be a, a, a good start. And again, you know, because I don't want to become part of an argument of this is the right way, it's rather it's asking ourselves, where do you want your public dollars to go? What is the point of this project? We, Nicole Land and the people that I wrote this article with, we see it as a project, a public project, a political project, a project of education in which the concern on Family Day is actually not business, but young children and their families. It's so hard, though, Dr. Kerman, isn't it? Because families, parents are just some, I think in most cases, are just so thrilled to actually find a place for their child that perhaps they don't ask all those questions. Absolutely. And as a parent a while ago, not now, but, you know, who is paying for the space in childcare, the $10 a day, you know, initiative is amazing. And so I, I, we're not critiquing this because we actually think many of these steps are in the right mood, but it's how do we move forward now? How do we start to make the hard decisions? Because parents and young children deserve not just spaces, but they deserve livable spaces. And they de- deserve that in the name of the fact that these are our citizens. They deserve quality, early childhood spaces. 
can you recommend something for parents here? Just maybe some questions to ask, things that they need to think about. Um, I think that, you know, it's one, I want to honor the fact that as all parents, as a parent, when you're looking for early childhood, sometimes you don't have the luxury and it's a privilege to ask those questions. But to think about what are the children engaged in in the day? What are the commitments that the educators have, that the program has? What, how do they understand the project of early childhood education? Those are all good questions to ask. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We appreciate that. Well, thank you very much for having me. Have a lovely family day. You too. That's Dr. Kathleen Kuman, who's the Chair of Education and Childhood Studies at Capilano University. And she's co-written a paper talking about whether or not childcare has almost become too business-like. Businesses are definitely getting into it. There are childcare centers that are run like businesses. But I guess the question that they're asking is, is this the right approach? Now, if you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.